I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Welcome back to Oops! The Podcast. I'm Francis Ellis. I'm joined by Giulio Gallarotti, my co-host. Hey, G. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How is everybody today? <laughs> Dude, everybody's good, man. I'm feeling good. It's a beautiful day out. The weather's turning for the better. I know like a week or so ago, I was bitching about how March sucks because you expect it to be nice and then it's not. Mm. It's like oftentimes as bad as January and February. It is. So it's nice to see a few good days in a row of weather up here in the Northeast. So my birthday is March 26th. Coming up, baby. It is a horrific time of year to have your birthday. <laughs> Why do you say that? Well, you it's impossible to plan a birthday party. You don't know if you can do something indoors or That's outside, true. right? That's true. People are often traveling on the weekends of my birthday. People, you know, making a last season trip down to Florida or a last a season ski trip. trip. Yeah. There's never anybody around for my birthday. What sign are you? Aries. Aries. I feel like that's like a random sign, kind of. I don't know anything about it. I don't either, but I just don't know that many people who are Aries. Hmm. So. Well, let's think about it, right? Nine months prior to March 26th, let's call it April 1st for simplicity, uh, would be. Time-ish. no that's not right no it'd be like the july 1st would yeah. be the day i was potentially conceived oh right right i went in the wrong direction you did that's okay <laughs> so <gonna> so <laughs> july 1st seem i don't know i get. i guess people don't really have that much sex in the height of summer i mean but dude fucking fourth of july weekend bro yeah you're a fourth of july baby is is the fourth of july a holiday that you've had lots of sex on uh historically i don't know dude i don't i have no idea certainly for me not not with the intention of of having a child a fourth of july is a day that you have sex during the day it's like boston marathon day Mm. that's like the day you're most likely to get a blowjob before noon Wow. This kid I, I knew got one at like 9.30 in the morning. Good for him. This guy, this guy Trotter. That's quick. He's a legend, dude. Trotter? Like 9.30 a.m. You're like having sex. It's like crazy. Trotter. It, I hardly know her. You know? <laughs> but dude, think about it. new <laughs> new sex. It's not like you somebody slept over and then you had sex in the morning. It's like he met this person at 9 a.m. and had sex with them. A new business development. New business development that early in the day is rare. Wow. Well, well done, Trotter. <laughs> um, I have so much that I want to talk to you about. Please, dude. First of all, on the birthday issue, what am I supposed to ask for? My only answer at 31 for my 32nd birthday is that I don't want anything. Because that, that seems like the politically correct response when my girlfriend or my parents ask me, what would you like for your birthday? Right. I'm, I feel as though I'm you know, supposed to say that I don't want anything. And now the question is, of course, do you mean that or not? Well, the, the, the real truth is that I want money to help pay my credit card bills. Right, right. Help, you know, take over one cycle of credit card bills. Team, family, girlfriend, team up. <laughs> Speaking of team, we were discussing this. I'm obviously moving. Francis has been moving and he's doing all these 
social obligations. We were discussing team suicide because of how insurmountable our bills are. Oh, or maybe that was just me saying it. I don't no, know. No, I you, don't know if you. I don't know if you committed. I don't know if you committed oh to God. the fact. It's, it's so dark. I I'd forgotten that you jokingly said we gotta we want to jump off a building when yes. we look at the credit card bills that come that associate uh, alongside a, a move. Yes. And um, yeah, you're right. We it's, talked about it. It's just a tough time of year. Like things are compounding. Like. Uh, I have to pay my taxes, which mm. are brutal, and uh, et cetera, et cetera. But dude, that's the other thing. My birthday comes right around tax time. Yeah, it's tough. Not a good birthday, March, because end of March. It's a tough birthday. It's not quite spring. People aren't excited yet. Um, it's not winter where people are accustomed to it. Right, people are like over winter. And people are over winter, right? So even if you had a February birthday or a January birthday, you could do something fun indoors. You could totally embrace it, right? Yeah. We're going, you know, we're going laser tagging. <laughs> or we're going to do a big game board game day in front of the fire and right. eat hallucinogenic mushroom chocolates or something. Right. Um. Whatever it is, March end of March, terrible birthday. Always has been. You're in like you're in limbo. No man's land. Yeah. I'm in no man's land. Yes. So back so, to my question. Yes. What, what am I allowed to ask for for my birthday? It, it just depends what you want. And I know you said now you want money or whatever, but I I feel like I mean it when I say I don't want anything. Like I don't want my parents. To, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like also, fucking think of it yourself. Like that's the point of the gift. <laughs> Yeah, but like here's, when, when my parent, when my girlfriend asked me, "What do you want?" I'm like, "Fucking, I don't know." You like, you yeah, know me, dude. Here's here's the problem: when you don't give them direction, you end up getting things that you don't want or need, and then yeah. you come home with a, a four new sweatshirts or weird things right. that you don't even have room for. Right? You know, a pair of indoor shoes that make your feet sweat. <laughs> I just, dude, it's like the point of gifts is it's a gift. It's a surprise. Like without that, it just isn't fun. The whole like practical gift giving thing. I'm not that on board with like, tell me what you want. I'll get it for you. Like, it's just like, I don't know. It, it makes it less fun. You know, but do you trust the people in your life to know you well enough to come up with something that you will genuinely be happy about instead of having to actually just make space for or throw out once you get over the guilt? <laughs> of throwing it out i don't feel guilt about throwing gifts out immediately not immediately but like if i get something from someone that i don't want this is this is about me if this I is a gift for me yeah it's not a gift for you i don't care if you know I, i'm not gonna be like why'd you get me this i'll just kind of like quietly push it aside or into the garbage yes but if if i receive a gift from my mother say mm -hmm. there's at least a six month latency period during which <laughs> I will you look at say it, use it saying I'm not going to use that and I don't want it, but I can't throw it out <laughs> because I love my mother. No, all right, fine. That's fair. And then eventually you, you know, remember Marie Kondo's yeah. <laughs> lessons and then you summon the courage to get rid of the rip the bandaid off and get rid of the thing she gave you. <laughs> I did. I still feel fine about your politically correct answer. Nothing. Let them figure it but, out. But but saying nothing always results in something you don't want. But how do you know? Like every time you've never. So you're going to be like, I want this specifically. And then you're going to get it. And you will have been expecting it. 
and you'll be like, oh, wow, this is the thing we discussed that you would get for me. I think better that than oh, <laughs> fucking rubbish, <laughs> flotsam and jetsam. Dude, your family, like, you know, your girlfriend knows you well. She, she I trust her more than I trust my poor parents. I, my parents are, I don't know what the hell, they're, they'll get me a bathing suit that I don't want. <laughs> you know what my parents do now? They ask my girlfriend. That's a good, that's a good thing to do. But it's funny because I'll end up getting gifts from them that they would never normally get me. Like they got me this like, which was, it was a cool gift, but it was this like GQ quarterly sort of like product box. Mm -hmm. I'm like, mom and dad, you've, how'd you guys think of this? Yeah. Like we have your box of all your products. (laughs) I'm like, what, what the fuck is going on? This is so weird. I asked what I really wanted from my parents was a nice framed picture of my baby niece that's nice but i don't know if they're gonna have their act together quickly enough to do that that seems like a very nice gift to ask for yeah it's a lot of- because they'll feel good about giving it to me that actually sounds like a, that request almost sounds like you're planning to ask them for something much more significant because of how sweet of a thing it is to ask for. oh i'm buttering them up yeah <laughs> Then being, and by the way, if you feel like throwing in a <laughs> treadmill, like, right, exactly, just know I. You feel I like would. making my mortgage payments, yeah, <laughs> dude. So anyway, uh, do you have a limited? Do you have a spend limit established with your girlfriend for birthday gifts for each other? No, like we always say, we're not going to go crazy, and then, and we usually don't. But like, I, it's so it's fun to like get something crazier than they expected but it just then it becomes unsustainable potentially if you have to keep trying to one-up yourself yeah you gotta once you set the bar right shouldn't come in under that too far but there's different ways to kind of navigate that like you can you can have a really expensive gift and then the next time do something really thoughtful to kind of like make the the gauge of the expensive gift kind of go back down so the next time you get an like a nice gift like that. It doesn't have to be better than the gift before. That's a risky game there, Julio. You're playing. You come in with a thousand dollar incredible gift. And then the next time you build her a birdhouse, <laughs> you know, you, you better hope that that thought really counts. She better really love birds. That's funny. Okay. So fair. it's a fair point. But, but the pivot, you have to pivot in some way. Like if you get some nice piece of jewelry, like you can't just get the same, like the night, if you were to get nice jewelry again, it has to be like a completely different kind of jewelry or something. You can't just get in someone fucking lockets or whatever. No, no. You know There's there. People have a threshold for lockets. There's a, (laughs) there's also an age limit for lockets. You can only receive so many lockets before. (laughs) (laughs) Do people even get lockets anymore? I don't know. Is the locket where you have the picture on the inside? Yeah, Like I guess. Heart shaped locket. You don't have to. Or cocaine. You can have like drugs in a locket. Is that what they do? I don't. I think the locket opens like, like from the front and the cocaine one would have to open from the top. And then you have the little scooper. Oh my god. That's a thing. Really? Like like I definitely have encountered people who had like a bullet. And like when wow. you open it. Wow. That's fun. Yeah, it sounds, you know. Hmm. Well, good for them. <laughs> so my birthday's coming up. We'll see. Exciting, I'm not sure. Um, good luck. Good luck got, to you. I got so much to talk about. I was in Jackson Hole, Wyoming for Looks a bachelor fun. party. Julio, let me tell you this. First of all, I had a great time. Great. Love great it. time. And do you know why I had a great time? Because you're hanging with your boys? Sure. But for me, you know me. 
<laughs> I feel a welling of in, of anxiety when I'm not home, mm-hmm. especially these days, especially having become so accustomed to the comforts of home and living in a very comfortable home. The the prospect of departing that home, not having my perfect Tempur-Pedic pillow, not having the temperature just as I want it to be. Cloud couch. Yeah. You know, all these things. Uh, Kojai. Not having, not having access to vegetables, not having... There's yeah. so many things that I need. I'm such a pamper. I pamper myself. You're high maintenance. I'm high maintenance. You're high maintenance. But I, I maintain myself. So it's not as if there's... It's, it's a huge burden on other people, no, maybe outside right, of my right. girlfriend. But <laughs> when, you, when you don't have access... When you're eating pizza, because that, it's the simplest thing to get for everybody, right. and you're eating pizza, and then in the morning, it's like, you know, shitty eggs... There's no overnight oats. No overnight oats. And then for lunch, <laughs> everyone's just surviving in this house of 19 <laughs> bros. Is that how many people were in the house? Well, there were two houses right next to each other, each uh, sleeping eight, eight to nine people. Did everyone have a bed? Everyone had a bed, but some people had far better beds than others. And how did they I allocate had, the beds? Well, it was, I would think it would be... Um, sort of pecking order to the groom. Okay, interesting. And he determined the bed situation beforehand. That's 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 really mature. It wasn't a gold rush. Yeah, that's for smart. the early arrivers. Where people are literally the alpha male gets the best bed situation. Yes. But dude, here's the thing, ready? So first of all, I had I had the wherewithal to reach out to my friend the groom prior to the bachelor party and said, "Listen, you can Put me in any, anywhere, but I just know that, like, I will be a far more amenable person on this trip <laughs> if I'm able to sleep well. The bed lobby. I can't. I can't sleep with people who are snoring. So just, just if any, if you're gonna put me with someone, that's fine. Just put me with somebody who doesn't snore. And he was like, I think we'll be able to get you your own bedroom. And because of that overture, I was given my own queen bed. And not only that. There Special were, needs. There were two houses. One house was the sort of party gathering house where all the frivolity took place. And then the other house was simply a sleeping house. Right. I was camped in the sleeping house wow. at the end of the hallway in a single in a queen bed by myself. It was it it was game changing. The horror of the people sleeping in the party house dude oh my god what they faced and had to endure so you could tap out and then like say if the party was still ripping at 1 a.m you could be go home and have perfect silence and go to bed that's what i did but the people in the party house could not do that well yes correct and, yeah. and for the most part everyone was slowing things down around 1 30 but also, I think the people who had been selected to sleep in the party house for the most part were the people who were more inclined to partying right and so it was very carefully drawn up. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> having said that, in the main house, there was you know, this massive open space with the kitchen and the living room where all the beer pong games were happening. And then there was this, uh, there was a loft space, an open balcony loft space overlooking that whole thing, which had four basically cot beds on it. And there were four guys that were sleeping there. Jeez. And those guys, credit to them, they they bore it, 
you know, stoically. They were they were fine with it. They seemed to be fine. If I had been quartered in one of those beds, I would still have, be recovered. I would have left two days early. I would have pulled the ripcord. <laughs> three two nights. Early. I would have been. Uh, yeah. So I was there. Yeah, I was there for three nights. Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday. No, maybe, maybe four nights. I was there. Nice. We skied skied three days. So wow. Yeah, four nights. Now on the way home, I was I was exhausted. I posted some Instagram stories of the flight anxiety. Yeah, First of all, being on a bachelor party, no, there is no experience that I can think of that will make you appreciate your home more than a bachelor party. Especially especially if you like do some weird shit with the strippers. <laughs> that was a no, it, dude, honestly my first fortunately my friend group just isn't that's not really the taste of my friend group. That's, and that's great. But I'm, I, I, and I wasn't implying no, that. No, yeah, was what I get what happening. you mean. However, like, I imagine that that's even more, that feeling is even, must be even more intense when you're like doing drugs and there are strippers, like missing and appreciating home. Yeah, that is a nightmare. That's like dark. That is dark. Not ideal. I couldn't tell you the last time I was close to a stripper. Years and years ago. Yeah, I guess it's been a while for me too. But here's here's the thing, right? So um, I loved this bachelor party because we were skiing all day outside and coming out of the pandemic and the solitude of, of being in New York and in our apartment, this trip, you know, in a way did what I had really hoped Jamaica would do. And Jamaica did this. But the stimulation of seeing mountains Mm. and the fresh mountain air, that change of scenery was so dramatic compared to, as we've said, the gray wall we've been staring at throughout the pandemic, Mm -hmm. that I appreciated it. I felt like someone coming out in a covered wagon having reached the West on the Oregon Trail right, right. for where all of a sudden we're here. You know, we've beaten the, we've beaten the diphtheria. We've fjorded <laughs> the river. You know, we lost Aunt Marge, but we, we were, we're here with the babies and we can't wait to stake our claim to this new 4,000 acre plot of land, which is ours simply because we were here first. <laughs> Indians be damned. <laughs> you know it that's how it felt and every day we would walk out and it's just that you're you're in this sort of basin between these uh these these mountain ranges the grand tetons they're amazing right? it is so spectacular and so stunning and there were feet upon feet of snow across the pastures and the prairies and it was untouched so beautiful it was Beyond belief, I, I I I just was happy to be there. You're exercising all day as you ski. Mm-hmm. You're bonding with your buddies on the chairlift. You're not taking the skiing so seriously that your feet hurt or you're exhausted. Everyone feels at liberty to go in for a beer whenever they want. Mm-hmm. Um, and but 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 if you do ski enough, you feel you've taken care of your exercise. That's what I love about a ski trip, mm-hmm. right? Same with a hiking trip. It's like you've yeah. earned at the end of the day. On this vacation, you don't feel like you need to go to the hotel gym mm-hmm. out of guilt to get your exercise before you go party at night. Right. It's like a net zero for sure because yeah. you're going to kind of be exercising. Here's a question I have for a person who does not ski. 
is the move to like drink beers throughout the day as you're skiing or you drink beers at the end of the day in the lodge or whatever? For me, the moment I've had my first beer, that is the end of my ski day. What about smoking weed and skiing? I'm not really. To me, dude, it's it's sim, it's similar, if not more scary than it would be to do that to drive. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, skiing is fucking dangerous. dude. No, totally. Um, I, I just hear like stories of people smoking joints on the chairlift. I don't know about drinking i just yeah, like, those are ass. also like the snowboarders who don't wear helmets and it's like a wild card move wear like retro onesies that they bought on ebay <laughs> that are like turquoise magenta and yellow do you <laughs> and, and listen to fucking music while they snowboard and then think they're the shit but the reality and they have those little goatees <laughs> you know the soul patch whatever uh, that okay, is yes i do they got a little soul patch those guys interesting 90s grunge snowboarders spiked hair who huff inhalants whatever they find under the <laughs> kitchen sink paint thinner turpentine yeah bums. coming after snowboarders bums do you ever do you ever drink or smoke on the golf course yeah i'll drink on the golf course but again i i don't love to right because i mean you you won't have your best round yeah i won't right? i won't top three three beers and that isn't it's not fun to not be able to do something as well as you normally can Right, but that's s- frustrating. Skiing is dangerous. Right, I'm, I'm you, sure. you you ski impaired, and you're. I mean, first of all, there if it's a crowded mountain, you could hit some kid, it's you know, or or just falling. I don't want to fall at this point in my life. Yeah, no, fuck that. Do you know what a ski fall is? A ski fall is a one could be a one hundred foot fall, not 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 free fall, but just tumbling, jackhammering down the mountain, sliding. Yeah, you get really. I mean, people Torn die ACLs, skiing. Concussions, all that. Lee, uh, Lee, Liam Neeson's wife died skiing. I know. R.I.P. Sad. One of the Kennedys, I think, was killed skiing. Um. Yeah, it's like a high risk activity. If you are drunk and you like hurt somebody else, is that like a thing? Like a ski UI? Oh, well done. <laughs> well done. I think it is. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think it is. I would yeah. think so. Um. So that was my my bachelor party that that I did and and I had a great time. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell anchor, anchor. And then you'd say go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. What about your car trouble, dude? I saw that on your Instagram. Story. Oh, yeah. So that was the night we arrived. and uh, Was that was, your rental? No. That was other guys that were at the house were going out to get pizza. and. There was so much snow that they drove two feet off of the plowed driveway. There was a curve and it was dark and they just like, they didn't turn as hard as they needed to. And as soon as they were two feet off the plowed area, they could not move it. Damn. And this guy from AAA, I mean, he was trying everything and he couldn't get it going. Yeah, it dude. took an hour and a half for him to like finally dislodge the car. Jesus. But 
All of this is to say, I have a question for you. And, and we've talked about something like this before, but the flight home from the West, from Jackson, from California, wherever, Denver, a long cross-country flight, when you're hungover and exhausted from a bachelor party, your pores are leaking beer. You haven't you drink slept. a lot of beers? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. It was disgusting. <laughs> Just playing Civil War and, like, beer pong until all hours of the night. What, to me, that is up there with the worst Sunday scaries you could possibly have. But there are other Sunday scaries that are really bad too. And my question for you is, what in your estimation are the worst Sunday scaries? And I'll give you a couple options, right? Uh, and by the way, it doesn't have to be Sunday scaries. It could be, it just I be scaries. Breaking the law, like knowing that, you know, you're in the trouble and you got to call your parents and bail you out of a jail cell. <laughs> betting losses, mm. having lost a bunch of money betting on football, whatever. Um, tr having to face a, a cross country flight with mm -hmm. a middle seat. Would, would this count? I I remember when I used to teach tennis. Like when you teach, you know, I don't know anybody who's ever instructed anybody in sports or before, but like that's a hard. You earn that money. Like you make mm -hmm. a decent wage, but like you're actively you can't even check your phone. You know what I mean? Like not that you want to check your phone, but it's it's a job that is difficult. So. I remember there were times where like I'd go out, right? And I'd be like, oh, I'm not going to go too hard tonight because I have to teach tennis from eight till seven tomorrow. I have lessons. Oh my God. Straight through, no lunch break type of thing. And I remember having nights like that where I didn't sleep and I walk on the court at 8 a.m. for my first lesson and I literally just wanted to like start crying because I know how long my day was about to be. Now, <laughs> it's really bad in the morning. Would you hit a point in the day where you felt, oh, you know what? I'm going to make it. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you wake up or don't wake up, you know what I mean? Like I'm sure I tried to take like a 20 minute nap when that happened or something. And you're like trying to get out of bed and you're like, I don't know how I'm going to make it through the day. That is definitely the worst point. But you're right. Like you hit a point in the middle of the day where you feel okay. You get a second wind yeah. or it's within reach and you're, you're feeling a little better. So this is the thing that's dangerous when say that you have like a crazy Saturday night and then Sunday comes around and you had such a fun night that you're kind of like running on fumes still and like you feel okay and you feel positive and energetic and then like you start to get really tired at the end of the day and then Monday is just absolutely terrible. Mm -hmm. Like before this, those, those Sunday scaries set in. Mm -hmm. But like you said, dude, the cross country flight, as far as like conventional Sunday scaries are concerned, like. You have work Monday, Sunday you're trying to recover. The older you get, you need more than one day to recover. Yes. Like Monday just really sucks in that situation. It does. Which is why fucking Friday night lights, baby. Go hard on Friday night and yeah. you should be good by Monday. So this is something I did on the bachelor party and I'll, okay. So the night we got there, drank and went pretty hard. That was Wednesday night. Thursday night went hard friday night went super hard <laughs> like different level woke up on saturday we had to drive to the mountain was, we skied up grand targi that day which is we skied jackson the first two days and then we skied grand targi the, the third day it's like a 
I guess a smaller mountain, but it's really cool. And it's more of a local mountain, more of a locals vibe. Uh, they, fewer they, people? Fewer people. They the In the morning, it was super windy, so they had to like close the lifts for a bit. And when that happens, apparently this happens a lot, They everyone who's there, all the locals, just go back out into the parking lot, set up uh, picnic tables and like tailgate until cool. the mountain reopens. That's cool. That's fun. And grill and all this out of the back of their cars in the in the parking lot. So that was cool. Awesome. Um but we we were driving up the winding sort of mountain pass and I'm in the back seat and I get car sick as it is. I am beer hungover. The worst feeling in the world. Very full stomach had consumed so much liquid beer. Drinking water doesn't help. Nothing. You can't you can't consume anything. Headache. By the time we got to the mountain, I was so concerned that I was gonna throw up in my mask all over everybody <laughs> that I couldn't be around people. I needed uh. to like be off on my own. And I kept thinking like, I know if I throw up I'll feel better, but I don't really want to throw up because I I would just be doing it in the woods or on a pile of snow and then your hands are all gross and like I don't have a toothbrush to rinse out my mouth, all of this, whatever. Finally, I Jesus. somehow actually turned the corner and felt better. Great. Um but it was it was hell. So that night, Saturday night, the last night that we're there, I know I've got this cross country flight the next day. We had a big group dinner and then we played poker and stuff like that. I had two drinks nice just two i drank like 15 Lacroix seltzers <laughs> did that i mean that seems like a pretty good arc for like a four day it was the dude it first of all build up to friday then kind of cool off saturday it was a really smart thing to do knowing i had that the next day however i still felt shitty the next day i'm uh, sure because it, all the shit from the previous days yeah. finally caught up Right. And not only that, like Friday is Friday sounded like a multi-day recovery night. Anyway, oh, sure. The way it sure was. But here's the last piece I'll tell you. So on Sunday, the damn flying home, we drove to the car car rental place, Avis, to return our car. And I had to use the bathroom. And I went into their bathroom hurriedly, did my business and saw that they didn't have any toilet paper left. So I used my mask. Wow. No. What? Wow. What? I had, a disposable, I had a disposable temporary mask. Just one of those black, you know. It's, you, it's clever. Let me tell you something. Not the worst thing I've wiped with. <laughs> Not the worst. Did you have another mask? No, I had to go out basically dabbing. <laughs> leaving the avis to get outside and then someone else had one for oh, me. oh man is there anything more tragic than the no toilet paper situation i mean you got lucky man that's actually not a terrible it's not a terrible the, the, scenario the, the mouth ultimately. side of the mask is a rather pleasant cottony it's not soft terrible. feeling and it's it's sort of like rough and industrial enough too that it, you can get the job done. oh it sure can. It clean as a whistle potentially better than a tissue I have gone through hundreds of masks since that day, <laughs> wiping away. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, dude, using a mask, not the worst thing if you're in a pinch. Not um, too bad. Dude, the, a connecting flight is also pretty terrible and I won't do scary. It. I won't do it. Did you do direct back? Direct back. Uh, All my friends flew 
through connecting. And you know what? I have a friend who advocates for connecting flights. He says, you know, all in all, the time doesn't really matter that much. It's not that much different. I don't care. The process of getting off of a flight, waiting around, getting to the next gate, getting back on a flight, taxiing back out to the runway, and taking off again, just the it adds so much mental baggage. It adds up to it. It's like x-rays. You just can't do too many connections yeah. in a year. Yeah. <laughs> so I agree. I'll fuck you up. I, I will pay hundreds of dollars more for a direct flight. I really will. Um, Crazy, bro. Yeah. So you flew from from where? From ja- Jackson, Jackson to New York? Jackson to Newark, yeah. Oh, wow. That's fucking impressive, man. Yeah. Well, dude, it sounds like, you know, you did not half-ass the bachelor party. Sure didn't. Which sure is good. did not half-ass it. I went whole ass <laughs> with my mask and my drinking and my behavior. Whole ass. Our yeah. boys over at Don't Half-Ass Anything. They are a phenomenal, very cool lifestyle brand. They're still yellowing over there. They are. Half-assing anything. They're about to mount a, uh, a big rock climbing bid to to summit half dome in awesome. yellowstone yosemite or? yosemite and you've been there right i've never been to yosemite wow it's have you no i don't think so i'd like to go um but they're huge i mean they're rock climbers they're mountaineers these guys are fucking legit people, they're also dude. funny guys like they're they funny. have they have fun novelty products uh i think i read somewhere in one of their descriptions the, the morning espresso Oh. <laughs> a lot of ass things but anyway we've talked about this before but you got to get yourself one of the life-size ass shot glasses that's right they're insane if you ever joked with a friend of yours who you knew to be fond of eating butt <laughs> as the kids say this is the uh vest the <laughs> the vessel of drinking for that friend of your yes, life it surely is it's a little shot glass in between two butt cheeks you fill it up people take the shot from the ass and it's life-size butt cheeks sure so, is and in order to take the shot you would need to you need to lift it which then literally looks like you're just eating a standing person's ass that's right <laughs> that's right don't have to ask anything. Don't You're have drinking. to ask anything. Whole ass. Use promo code OOPS15 right now. Don't have to ask anything.com. They've got phenomenal merch. They have cool hoodies. They and really do and have stuff. really cool hoodies, Hats. sweatshirts, t shirts, mugs. And then the ass plate is a must have. So go yes. check them out. Don't have to ask anything.com. Don't have to ask anything on Instagram. Awesome. Good shit, man. Well, welcome back. You have. Another bachelor party coming up, and I'm actually pretty jealous. You, you've had a very well-rounded bachelor party experience. Yes, you're doing, you know, nature, Vegas. There's like good. You know, one thing that's one thing that's cool about the bachelor party, it's, and my girlfriend is open to me. If I said, "Hey, I want to go on a boys' trip," she would she wouldn't care. But the bachelor party somehow is an automatic green light oh i know it's great nope there's no pushback whatsoever it's great it's as if it's like a sacred rite of passage and the reason is because girls have bachelorette parties same deal yeah, yeah. it's a complete quid pro quo it's a really tit nice. for tat you go to those i go to these these are our things we gotta do them it's- what choice do we have it's really nice. Got to go to Vegas for four days. Got to go to Jackson Hole for four days. Dude, yeah. It's, it's almost like a work trip. I know. It's great. 
And that's a, that's a, a nice thing about our kind of job to begin with is like, we have to, we have to do these things, not the bachelor party, obviously, but like a work trip. Sometimes yeah. it can feel like, you know, a vacation sometimes a little bit, depending on what depending, you're I don't know where you're going on the road. Places <laughs> I go on the road doesn't feel like vacation. Well, if, but just depending, depending on what, what it is you're doing. I mean, and I don't just mean for doing stand up. Like if I'm shooting a commercial, yeah, or something, there's cool. a lot of downtime. Yeah. Commercial. You do get cool places to go for your commercials. That's true. Uh, so that's cool. But dude, I, yeah, it's really nice to have some kind of angle so that there's no discussion. There's no kind of like, you need to approach the subject lightly. It's like, you have to go. It's your boy. It's a bachelor party. You have to go to that. That's right. That's yeah. right. It's awesome. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what Vegas looks like, you know, in COVID first weekend of March madness. Um, I'm, I am concerned a bit now though about, we had talked recent in a recent episode about what my what i had thought my budget would be for how much i'd be willing to to lose gambling oh yeah and i have to revise that you said 2000 i had said 2000 too high way too high yeah it seemed it seemed high when you well, said well, it. one of the reasons i said that was because i had sold all these sneakers and i had been given all this cash and i was like well that was easy if i i could just go sell more sneakers and then <laughs> i tried to go sell more sneakers and then the pairs that i brought in they were like we don't fucking want these Dude, that's the worst. Like when you have a big day consigning and then you just think that this is what you're going to get forever. I, I, had, I was I sitting on a gold mine. I brought three more pairs in. They were like, we'll take these ones for $120 and then keep the, we don't want the other two. You didn't like and I was like, what? <laughs> so I, I, now, and, and a lot of the cash that I had allocated for the bachelor party ended up giving to my cleaning lady over the course of four weeks because <laughs> she only takes cash. So uh that dwindled and then of course i had pretty hefty credit card bills over in jackson hole not terrible but substantial and then we bought another fucking couch yeah gee i saw it looks while nice. i was away yeah it sure looks nice whatever <laughs> while dude. you're away is great oh what's this she calls me i'm on the chairlift I'm like what am i supposed to <laughs> Babe, say i found a great couch yeah what <laughs> yeah i mean what <laughs> had a full-on panic attack then i got into a fight with my buddy Oh, you had some beef in the a bathroom? little bit, a what little happened? bit. The groom, we go, we're we're tight enough. We we fight a lot. He and I, it, we're very it. abrasive people, and he's you know <laughs> he loves to push my buttons, and then I flip out, and it's a spectacle. What? How? So, do, do you have a short fuse with him? With I've, certain, I've noticed people. that some people get under your skin. Some people because they know my buttons, and then they instead of being nice people and like knowing i'm sensitive about certain things and avoiding those topics they, they want right to they were like they're like i want to you know if i press this button the machine's going to explode yeah francis going like, what who wants who gather around folks let's watch a, a fucking show here what are your buttons <laughs> um <laughs> i know politics you don't love no uh that's depending on the way the, the subject that's less is of a button I, I that's less of a button i think i think it's like personal personal issues um you know my buddy my, this buddy of mine will used to like make comments about my skin <laughs> that would drive me fucking crazy oh my god yeah Jesus. he would he would when i'd get sunburned at the beach or or you know sometimes sometimes i would use i'd have to put so much sunscreen on that it would like clog my pores and occasionally i'd get like a a, a pimple or something you know on my my shoulder because my skin was so covered in sunscreen 
And then he'd come up and point it out and be like, dude, that's disgusting. Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm trying not to fucking die. Oh my God. Stuff like that. Yeah. So so he's a bit of a bully, right? Yeah. But in this particular instance, I had the phone call with my girlfriend about the couch. We needed that. We need, it's a smaller couch. It's like a little sofa to, to complete the living room. (laughs) We had the option of going with a, a chaise for the couch, which would have been very expensive or adding another sofa to, so that we, you know, people could have full seating and now it's done. She, she bought it. She found this sale. Uh, I didn't want us to, because I wanted, we had just bought the other fucking couch and I wanted to space out these big payments Yeah, to let my big credit cards big breathe a little bit. But eventually I was like, all right, you know, I, I guess go for it. Dude, May 2020 is never coming back, dude. No. The surplus days. Those are over. Those <laughs> days, days are done. days of breathing room. Those days are over. Oh my God. It's now the days of when yeah. am I going to take my New York life? is back. <laughs> New York is unfortunately. New York has reared its ugly, expensive head. <laughs> um, so, so, so then on the heels of that conversation, I voiced my... Oh, my my sadness to my buddy of, you know, man, furniture, so expensive. And he just bought a, a house. So he's been furnishing that. And he's like, tell me about it. And we're kind of just going back and forth about it. And then I cracked a joke saying, you know, I said something like, um, I said, uh, I said, well, I just tell her that for every new couch we buy, that just kicks the can down the road for when I'll be able to afford her expensive engagement ring. Uh-huh. right like joke 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 and he was like or i and i said something like i'll be able to afford her uh you know her twenty five thousand dollar engagement ring and he was like you know that you can't just spend twenty five thousand dollars on an engagement ring right and i was like what are you talking about and he's like well you can't just buy a four thousand dollar couch and then think that you can only spend twenty five thousand dollars on an engagement ring and i was like what are you talking about like that that, that they're not Right. There's no there's Where no algorithm come from? Yeah. for couch spend <laughs> as a ratio to engagement ring spend. And you know, I start getting like huffing and puffing and and he's like he's like you you pretend that you're like you know you you buy certain things to give off this this you live a certain rich lifestyle in certain areas but then you you're very uh spend thrift in others and then now I'm like, "Well, this is getting personal." And I said something about how his you know, fiance had brainwashed him into thinking that there were these rules about what you need to spend as a minimum. And then he took that personally. And the next thing you know, we're practically taking our mittens off. <laughs> fucking taking throw bows, off, throw dude. bows on the chairlift. That's great. And people were like, all right, hey, hey, hey. Everyone's like stepping in. And I'm like, give me a break. We talk like this all the time. And then it was completely fine. It was. I was it tense momentarily. It was. I hate that. I hate when that happened. But he and I do this a lot, um, Dude, and I don't like an, it. That I don't like that either. I don't like it, and I don't. I especially don't like the nature of that conversation because of it's just like very, it's just like a judgmental conversation. It's like it's not you know, and and I'm not trying to like critique your boy. I'm sure he's a great guy. I don't know if I know him or not. Um, but like, it's not his fucking business. Like, why? Who is he to tell you? what you're supposed to or not do or not do. I, I agree. I agree. And, and I don't give a I fuck should what have, you do. <laughs> I should have said that. Yeah. But instead I, you were like, I need threw to back a personal I jab. And right. I understand that impulse. To and do that, that, but that was probably wrong on my part. I right. should have risen above. Two wrongs don't make a right. But sometimes it's like, you know, you can only take so much shit from people 
before it starts to get annoying. But dude, I'm really, I, I had kind of a revelation the other night. I'll talk more about this when, when it gets a little further down the road because it just feels too soon to huh. disclose the nature of what this trip I was on was. We, we guess we can leave it at that. Did you go somewhere? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, uh, but, um, I want to, I really want to like f- try to focus on like not projecting shit like that, like on people. You know what I mean? Like, giving, well, what do you mean? Like trying to just give my friends the benefit of the doubt, not assuming that my way is correct and like listening to what my friends have to say. If it means something to them, not like putting my own spin on it, just like taking it for what it is. Does that, is this making sense? It does. And it rings true to my situation yeah. because afterwards my buddy was like, in no way did, did I say that as a personal attack? Right. And I was like, well, listen, we've known each other long enough that at the very least you would have known that I would take it personally. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, look- I guess I suppose it doesn't, didn't have to escalate. Um, but apparently he, he just, he struck a nerve. He strikes nerves <laughs> always with me. And I don't know if it's because he's particularly good at what he does uh-huh. or if I'm just unusually sensitive to him. Right. Right. Some people just know, like, are you're more susceptible, not you specifically, but in general, certain people just get under your skin more than others, man. Yeah. You know, it's not the end of the world. No, but dude, on Saturday night, the big dinner night with the boys i had spent three hours of the flight out there writing a very long roast toast to oh, him nice. that's fun and i you know was the only one speaking and i did this and people were falling out of their chairs and it reinvigorated my desire to do stand good good <laughs> Dude, I told you, man. I told you that day was coming. I told you. It was a, a roast toast awesome. at a bachelor party that made me miss performing. Great, great. Dude. Which was really I out of nowhere. It's a nice dude. It's I'm really happy. I knew I that day out was my coming. Avails for the stand. I told you. I, I'm I told excited you. to get back up there. Great. Um, so you know that'll be. By the way, they after I did my toast, we played this game, which I will, I cannot suggest highly enough for bachelor parties, even bachelorette parties. So it was two truths and a lie about mm-hmm. the bachelor. Okay. Everyone That's around funny. the table stood up and offered it. Now, here's what makes it really fun, though. <laughs> um, everyone gets like a poker chip, their own poker chip, right? With their name written on it. And then there's 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 a one column, a two column, and a three column. The first story, the second story, the third story. And after each person goes, you vote on which thing you think is the lie. Okay. Right? And everyone who gets it right gets a, a red poker chip. And then everyone puts in 20 bucks. And at the end... The person with the most red poker chips gets the pot. wins, you fun, know, fun. 90% of the pot. Second place gets their money back, whatever got it is. It, it. And so you make it a really fun game, but it's a great way. And, 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 and by the way, to keep the bachelor or the bachelorette, you know, engaged after the person has done their thing. And after when everyone has voted, the bachelor or the bachelorette gets to say what they think the lie is. 
Okay. Because sometimes these memories are All so right. like far back. All right. They don't even remember. That they're not even sure. And it's super fun, dude. It, it it was one of the best constructions that I've ever seen for a bachelor party. That's really And funny. I can't tell I would anybody going on one of these things pitch this idea. If you have questions just DM us about it, but um, Two truths and a lie. Two truths and a lie, but you add the voting element, everyone's engaged. It's super fun. Everyone gets to speak their turn. Keep them short. Like do a time limit, you know, people get like two minutes at most. Right. That's Sometimes people went as, as quickly as like in 19, you know, or in right. 2013, we went on a fishing trip and and so-and-so drank 12 beers. Right. And, or whatever. And like, whatever, just quick, but so fun. Awesome, dude. Yeah. That's very dope. Love I've been it. talking this whole, this whole episode and I, I do that a lot. So I apologize. Dude, it's fine. One th- one thing I'm excited about though, dude, I'm glad that you feel, uh, you know, reinvigorated by the idea of performing, you know, someday down the road, it's inevitable that there's going to be oops, lives, oops, live shows, live shows. Hell yeah. So, you know, stay tuned for that. It's unclear when that's going to be a thing, but, uh, that will be fun. Hell yeah. I'm excited. I completely agree. Um, I have other stuff, but I think I'll save it for, uh, for yeah. a later episode. I think that's a good, uh, a good stopping point for sure. Fun. Hey, we appreciate everyone. Honestly, I've been getting so many fucking messages from people it's the best. who enjoy our podcast, and it really seems to be growing. And um, we got as a great usual, little community, man. It's so fun. We love you guys. It's really, yeah, really worth do. it because people are listening and, and, and engaging. So keep doing that. Um, <laughs> we we love appreciate to you. you. Yeah. Sure. Awesome. Um, good shit. So at follow us, oops, the podcast, oops, podcast at gmail.com. Um, I'm at not Julio. He's at Francis C.C. Ellis. Uh, follow us on TikTok at Oops the Podcast. We got uh, some other cool projects and things in the works, and uh, we'll keep you guys posted.